Hi, everyone. This is Tina Nagel, and this is Humanizing Leadership. In this episode, Grace, my 10-year-old daughter, and I riff about leadership. It is amazing how in tune kids are to their natural flow states. I often wonder at what age do we become less in tune to our innate states and move further away from our connection to self. Have a listen. This conversation is pretty incredible. What I would love to do is to set the tone for our conversation today, okay? So what I mean by that is I want you to be you, okay? Mm -hmm. So there's... No, right or wrong answer, right? This is about hearing your perspective from that of a fifth grader, Mm -hmm. okay? So I want you to think of this as an amazing opportunity Mm -hmm. to share your being, your voice, your perspective Mm -hmm. with others. And again, there is no right or wrong answer, okay? So let's get warmed up. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Are you nervous? Sort of. What makes you nervous? Um, I'm just worried I'm going to say the wrong thing. Really? People are going to think it's like funny or something or stupid. Yeah. Is funny stupid? I don't know. What do you think? It could be, I guess. Okay. If, uh, let's say... When I say there's no right or wrong, mm-hmm. right? What does that mean? That you can just say whatever you want. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite thing about being 10 and a fifth grader? Um, probably um, being able to use the stove on my own now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You made dinner last night, didn't you? Uh Uh-huh. What'd you make? I made macaroni. I made fruit salad. That's awesome. And I made coffee for Noni and Aunt Patty. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that. And why is it so exciting for you to be able to use the stove on your own? Because I can make whatever I want whenever I want it. 100%, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now that I'm 10, I can cook on two things oven and the stove. It's so exciting, right? Mm-hmm. But also, just for everyone listening, we want to, you know, there's always somebody home while you're doing it, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. So, when you, what is your, uh, you know, what do you do for fun? Gymnastics. Yeah. Cheer. Yeah. Um, I play the piano. Awesome. I draw. Yep. And I bake. And you bake. I love that. I cannot bake. You know that, though. <laughs> I can't cook, can I? No. No. Except for quesadillas. I do make good quesadillas, uh-huh. right? I love it. All right, let's talk some, some leadership here. Mm-hmm. Now that we're warmed up. We're ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Gee, in your own words, mm-hmm. what is leadership? Um, to me, leadership is... Loving um, your friends or your family or Mm -hmm. whoever Mm -hmm. and connecting with them and making sure that they feel happy Mm -hmm. and but also yourself and not 
getting carried away with everybody else, but also helping them along the way, mm-hmm. also helping yourself and deciding what's best for you. Mm. Why do you think happiness is so important to leadership? I heard you say that a couple of times. Um, I think happiness is important to leadership because... It's okay, let it go. Um, when you have like a job or something and you're going to have like leadership, something to do with leadership with your job, and you can't have a job without being happy. So if you work at like... Whole Foods or something, mm-hmm. and they're a cashier, and they're just like, here you go, ding, and you just put it in the bag, and you're all mopey and go home, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't ha- keep the job. Right. But then if you go to Jewel and work, you're like, here you go, have a nice day, and then you're happy and you go home, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm excited to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. So you can't do, you can't like help people without being happy or anything. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's important to leadership because leadership means, well, to me, loving and connecting with, you know, who, whoever. And, um, and you can't, like, do that when you're mad or angry or sad. Mm. You have to be happy. Yeah. I love that. And it doesn't feel right to do that when you're mad or sad or angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What makes you happy? And who makes you happy? Um, some things that make me happy are, like, gymnastics, playing the piano, baking, and all, all that is fun. Mm-hmm. And it's also happy when... Sometimes when I get a new skill on the bar, like I did the other day, my straddle squat dismount, um, yeah. that I've been trying for like months and I finally got it. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes me happy. But also who makes me happy are the people who care about me and love me for who I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So I can't even say. What did you just do? Your straddle squat dismount? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it right. It's where you're on the bar on your uh-huh. waist, and then you cast off really hard, put your legs off, and swing to the floor. Awesome. Who learned that? Me. <laughs> Who accomplished it? Me. Yeah. Is that awesome? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a level eight skill. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, let me ask you this. What is purpose? Share with me about that. Um, I don't really think that purpose is one thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, if you just sit down and think and you're like 11 or 12 or something mm-hmm. and you're still pretty young and you're like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I with these people? Mm-hmm. And you're probably not going to figure that out right away. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have experiences and more people and things in your life that make up the purpose. Mm-hmm. And one day you, you'll, um, you'll find it. 
What I hear you saying, I love this, Grace. What I hear you saying is that it very well may not be a singular thing, right? It might not be, I'm here to solve world peace, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think a lot of times in you know leadership, Grace, especially in those that I have collaborated with and worked uh, for and with and journeyed along, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes people get lost if they don't know their purpose. Mm -hmm. And what I hear you saying is that, and let me back up, and also because they think they should know it, right? And there's that they think they should know it. But what you're saying, which I think is cool, <laughs> um, is this, is that you're not supposed to know it. You're supposed to experience it. Mm -hmm. And then... And enjoy the moment. Purpose is what you make. Wow. Wow. What? Yeah. I see that. I see that. What? Um, wow. I'm, I'm like stunned, Grace. You shouldn't be like, um, like what dad always tells me. Um, <laughs> like he says, like if we're going somewhere, I'm like, dad, are we almost there? He's like, just enjoy the car ride and then listen to the music. <laughs> you have to enjoy the moment and not, and not worry about the destination. Because eventually you'll get there, but you shouldn't worry about it. Right. Yeah. What do you think worry does to a person? Sometimes it can make them feel bad about themselves. Sometimes it can make like them scared, more nervous. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can make them wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And if you... I purposely ask the question this way. What do, you, what do you think that does too, right? Now, I'm going to ask it this way. What do you think worry does for a person? Maybe it helps you find your way to the happiness. Wow. I don't know, Grace. Like, maybe. Right? And, and what, if, what if it's about this, like, you know, you talk about, like, light and dark, right? Like, mm -hmm. and if you're in the dark... How do you know to turn on the light if you've never been in the light? Because what if the dark is just all you know? <laughs> if the dark is all you know, then you have to figure out inside of you how to turn the light on. Mm. Yeah. How do you think you do that? Um, by... I don't know, guiding yourself and telling you that the worry is just wrong, like in Luca when he says, Silencio Bruno. <laughs> exactly. You have to turn the light on mm -hmm. by what's inside of you telling you that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not wrong, but you just sometimes you, you have to take what's inside of you and sort of make the light. Mm hmm. So, uh, you know, what I hear you saying when you say that is, you know, when the, the feeling of worry and you say wrong, but it's not wrong, mom, right, mm -hmm. is that it's there to say, hey, inside, something's got to shift here, mm -hmm. right? And what I also hear you saying is that the answer is not external. It's not, you know, from the outside world. It's actually from within each of us, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Ugh, that's awesome. All right, I'm going to have some fun here. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite leader? It doesn't have to be me, by the way. 
I know. <laughs> but what if it is? <laughs> well, if it is, that's your choice, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> to be honest, my favorite leader is me. <laughs> I love that. Why? <laughs> because... Um, when I sit in my room, sometimes if I get yelled at or I get in trouble for something mm-hmm. or someone makes fun of me for something, I go in my room and I sit with Puppy. And obviously I do the voices inside of Puppy and stuff. Uh-huh. But, and it makes me sort of feel like it's him. Mm-hmm. And... I can sort of, it's hard to explain, but I can sort of actually hear him. Yeah. And even though he's a stuffed animal. But I should just take my own advice because that's me inside a puppy. Yeah. What does puppy say to you? Let's say that someone, you know, oh gosh, like makes fun of you, right? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I get made fun of too, right? Yeah. Um, and you go to your room mm-hmm. and you're talking to puppy. What does puppy say to you? Like if someone says like, you're not good at gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Then I go up in my room. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And Puppy says, just calm down. Mm-hmm. And you know you're good at gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about whatever someone else says. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just find your way to the light. Yeah. And turn it on. Yeah. Take your good gymnastic skills and... Take your um, bad emotions and throw it out the window into the garbage. <laughs> yeah. And then turn the light on. Yeah. And take the good stuff is buried, can be buried way down inside of you. Mm. But you have to dig your way. You have to dig your way out, and then the light will be there. Mm. Yeah. Can I ask a follow-up question to that? Mm-hmm. So when you say you have to like dig your way out of that, does that feel hard to you? Does that feel easy to you? Is it, or is it just is? A little bit of all of it, mm-hmm. really. It can be hard. It can be is, <laughs> or it can be, it can be sad. It can be like sometimes it can be happy, mm-hmm. um, but. I don't know. You just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is hard because you have to, sometimes you have to deal with stuff that you're scared to deal with or that you don't want to deal with. Yeah. And it's, okay, so is it because, and tell me if it's not, right? Is it because it feels hard or it feels like, oh, God, I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't want to do something, then in by nature or by default, is that hard? Um, it, I mean, it, it honestly could be hard because you have to, like, believe in yourself that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that takes a while. Yeah. Because you can... Think of all the, like, if you're saying, like, you can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, mm-hmm. then you're just, you're just going to believe that more, truly. 
like you always say. The more you say it, the more you believe it. It's true, right? And what's interesting and fascinating to me, Jay, is when Puppy says it. Mm-hmm. And even though you said that you're you're the voice of Puppy, when Puppy says it to you, mm-hmm. you believe it. Yeah. But you know it's you. Mm-hmm. I still kind of think it's Puppy. Yeah. Even though I know it's me, mm-hmm. is Puppy just is nice to know that you know. His little droopy eyes are always there. <laughs> His yeah. plastic little nose. I know. It's comforting. He's familiar, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I've always known him. Yeah. Because he's you. Mm-hmm. Right? We know everything about each other. Yeah, you do. You do. Let's Let's imagine a place, right? Imagine a place where everyone had a puppy. Maybe not your puppy, but a puppy. Mm-hmm. Right? And they talk to them. Mm-hmm. Right? And what we're really saying, G, is that it's, what you're saying, I'm not going to take credit for that, what you're saying mm-hmm. is that it's, it's them. Mm-hmm. Right? It's you in that puppy. It's, it's y- your voice, but y- you're more inclined to listen to puppy, right? Mm-hmm. What would if everyone in the world had their puppy? And it was really them. What do you think the world would be like? Happier. Yeah. Stronger. Yeah. More together. Yeah. Wow. I want to live there. (laughs) I want to live in a world like that. Right? And maybe... I kind of feel like this, too. Like, I'm happy that I realized it was me. Yeah. 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 You said it. You said it. It's, it's inward, right? It's, it's, it's you. It's a choice. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so last thing. Here we go. Okay. So if you could say anything mm-hmm. to... 10-year-olds, 3-year-olds, 4-year-olds, or 40 or 80-year-olds. Really what I'm saying is, if you could say anything to anyone, and you wanted them to hear it, and they would believe what you said, what would you say? About anything? About anything. I would say... To recognize what you're saying mm-hmm. and to believe what's inside of you. Yeah. And to never and to try really hard never to go to the dark again. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for coming into into the office and sharing your point of view. I love you. Love you too. <laughs>